0: Welcome to AM Best Audio. I'm John Weber for AM Best TV and we're at Risk World in Atlanta. Speaking today to Fergus Critchley, head of Crisis Management North America for Willis Towers Watson, and Morgan Shrub, head of War, Terrorism and Political Violence America for AXA XL. And Morgan, we're gonna start with you today. Can you explain the difference between uh, terrorism and,
1: and TRIA? Hey John, sure. Um, So TRIA actually came about after 9-11 and it is a government-backed program and in order for TRIA to pay a claim you have to have three guys in the government all agree to certify and act as terrorism and you have to have a certain loss threshold and then once they decide to certify an event the insurance companies would pay out the claim. And to date, since its existence, TRIA has paid out zero dollars in claims. So if you think about 9-11, after that, all the terrorism events that have happened in the US, boston marathon the las vegas shooting i mean there's just a lot that's happened zero dollars have been paid out so after 9 11 this standalone terrorism market came to play and we developed a product to compete with tria that actually pays out claims and our trigger is political religious ideological intent so it takes away kind of the massive like isis al-qaeda type of losses and it includes things like blowing up abortion clinics or environmentalists getting upset about, you know, building on protected forest or a pipeline on Native American lands. So it really covers a broad stroke of different type of events in the U.S.
0: Fergus, what's the state of the market for terrorism these days?
2: Yeah, thanks, John. So it's going through a transition period at the moment, the, the market, um, given loss activity in the last few years. Um, there's been a significant amount of losses um, around the world. Um, you think of um, South Africa, Chile, Peru more recently, um, Hong Kong, and then, of course, uh, Ukraine as well, um, which is a um, catastrophic event. So as a result, the market is um, hardened um, both uh, from uh, a pricing standpoint uh, and also coverage. Um, and there's more um, of an um, analysis from from underwriters on on exactly what is needed uh, on the coverage that they are providing uh, clients. So it isn't just a, a blanket uh, follow form that it was before to a property policy, for example, but really looking at tailored solutions for for clients. So. That's come about, and it ultimately uh, will continue to develop. Uh, we have a lot of capacity in the market. We've got a lot of uh, insurers. Uh, there is good appetite, um, but frankly, uh, the, the, uh, the rate decreases of the last 10 years uh, was not sustainable. Um, and, and as a result, we have seen a, a market correction. Uh, that might continue, um, unfortunately for us on a broker side, unfortunately for our clients, but it might continue for a a little while longer um, while while we uh, ultimately uh, sort out uh, some of those uh, challenges.
0: Morgan, what's the difference between standalone and active assailant insurance?
1: So as I mentioned before, standalone terrorism is your political, religious, ideological intent. And active assailant is when someone's trying to cause harm in a populated area without us knowing the intent. So if you think about the Las Vegas shooting, we have no idea why the guy carried out the attack. I mean, it's been years and the cops still don't know why he did it. Or you have different shootings at like Columbine or you know, to the grocery store shootings, just a lot that's been going on where you just don't know what the intent is. So, basically, after the Bataclan Paris theater shooting, the terrorism market created the active assailant product to help respond to these mass shooting type of events. Um, and unfortunately, you know, this year alone, what we've had a hundred, twenty-six hundred thirty mass shootings. Um, somewhere around there last I checked. And it's just a product that's in super high demand and something a lot of clients are really interested in.
0: What types of industries or companies would purchase this coverage, Fergus?
2: Yeah, sure, so there are a number of Companies uh, and there's there's certainly in our in our space um, what can be kind of client denial, risk denial in in this space, right? But ultimately, um, terrorism is not a specific industry uh, event. Uh, every client, um, every insured unfortunately, has risk to themselves, uh, their assets, their employees, um, the public. Um, and that is both uh, domestic and abroad. It's terrorism. It strikes riots and civil commotion. It's full war coverage. It's also acts of assailant. Unfortunately, that can impact you both on a direct basis to your own assets and also on an indirect basis as well. Um, and so really, uh, we, we look to create tailored solutions for each individual industry and to make sure that they are correct. A construction wording is different from an operational wording, for example, in a very basic sense. But everyone's got that that risk, unfortunately. Um, and a lot of the time we're, we're talking through with, with clients around that risk because it's not just what the physical damage loss could look like at a single building, it could be ingress-egress or civil military authority because an area has been shut down because of an event in the, in the nearby area. Um, and that is really how terrorism has changed. As it's evolved, as active assailant has become more of an issue, as, as rioting and strikes have, have happened uh, around the world, um, so has, therefore, coverage and, and solutions had to change to make sure that uh, we are meeting uh, the needs of our, of our clients.
0: Morgan, how do these coverages support companies at risk?
1: Well, like what Fergus was talking about, there's so much at risk now. There's so many different coverages besides just a bomb in your location. We've got the ingress, egress, civil military authority, the active assailant exposures. Uh, The world is just changing constantly and these risks are changing constantly. I mean, strikes, riots, civil commotion wasn't an issue three years ago in the US, two years ago, and now it is. Mass shootings weren't an issue in the US now they are. So our products are constantly evolving to, to address these issues. And like something we're doing at Axcel is revising our active assailant wording to provide technology to help prevent losses and to help like, mitigate the loss of life, like providing bulletproof rooms and break rooms or schools and having a response firm come and help with threat assessment. So lucky for us, like we're super nimble industry and we're able to pivot and create products and solutions constantly as the world evolves.
0: Morgan, are you finding that underwriters and brokers are collaborating here?
1: Yes, I think we are kind of pivoting off of what I just said about the world evolving and changing. I mean, we have clients that range from everything from film studios, to events, to clients with massive, massive terrorism exposure, active assailant exposure. And part of the nimbleness of our industry is Fergus can come to me and provide me with like data and analytics and say, hey, this is our issue. This is our problem we're trying to solve. This is our super unique client. We need to come up with an insurance solution for him, and we're able to completely change our wording and tailor it so that it, it, responds to exactly everything that his clients need.
2: And Fergus, how are you collaborating? Yeah, sure, so it's exactly as, as Morgan says, it's, it's trying to um, better equip uh, insurers with our clients' information. Um, to be able to package that, to be able to uh, create viable solutions. And so um, exactly as Morgan says, it's it's really a big push on, on Willis House Watson down the uh, analytics front um, to be the analytical broker. That's across all industries um, and that's to do with all specialties. Um, and us in our specialty um, space, uh, we're able to, for example, Uh, risk profile every location, risk score every location of a client's assets around the globe. Um, And therefore then you can start looking at concentration um, risk, you can start looking at uh, supply chain risk, uh, geopolitical risk on a a regional basis, on a a country basis, um, and better that better understanding of, of of client uh risk is is therefore then uh, easier to then package that towards uh, an insurer an insurer like um or XL who want to be at the forefront of what we're doing in our industry um and so that is where that that collaboration and partnership has been really really important um and i think that our Clients have been very pleased with the results of being able to see that, that uh, collaboration and, and re- ultimately the time and effort that they've put in, we've put in uh, on the analytics um, side um, to be able to get the better results out of the market. And that's, and that's been very positive. Fergus Critchley, Morgan Shrub, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Thank you. And
0: from Risk World in Atlanta, I'm John Weber for AM Best TV.